Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Waiting for Sam by Gina L. Grandy. Sam circled the yard, stepping deliberately, a procession of one. He had no friends, or there would have been more. We kept to ourselves. I watched from the kitchen window. He had wanted to do this with ceremony. Sam lined up his toys in precise intervals before bed, acknowledging a definitive, constantly changing hierarchy. He dressed in order. Underwear, socks, pants. If socks were in the dryer, he would sit in his underwear and he would wait. We went to the park on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, because that's what we did on Tuesdays. My recent absences bothered him more for the disruption of routine than for anything else. I didn't know if all six-year-olds were as insistent on ritual, but an event of this significance, his first death, called for structure and formality. There would be a procession. There would be a speech. There would be a prayer. He would arrange artifacts beside the grave, the collar, the toy, the whistle. I don't know where he got these ideas. He watched a lot of TV. It still hadn't rained. I thought about watering the plants and remembered there was no point anymore. He did not cry. Sam rarely cried. He walked step together, step together, in slowly narrowing circles. The whistle clutched in one fist. His grief leaked despite his careful movements, his tightly held shoulders. I heard the officer come in before he spoke. It wasn't dramatic. I had left the front door open. There was a step behind me, and I smelled cigarettes. Mrs. Miller, he said, I need you to come with me now. Outside, Sam had paused. The procession halted. He rubbed one eye with a fist and took a shuddery breath. I swallowed. We need to wait until this is over, I said. I did not turn around. Ma'am, he said, I need to see your hands. I leaned on the counter, fingers spread, but did not turn around. You need to come with me now, he said. I heard the click. Outside, Sam bowed his head. I could see his lips moving. Was the procession over? Had the service begun? He held the fist-clenched whistle to his face. An unconscious gesture? A kiss? A consecration? Ma'am, the officer said, you need to come now. You need to come with me. I didn't turn my head. I knew his arm would be steady and the gun would be level. I would not have been afraid of me, but I suppose he was trained not to take chances. Wait, I said. 
We need to wait. We need to wait for him to finish. Mrs. Miller. We need to wait, I said. The dog died. There's a funeral today, I said. His incredulity was almost comical. Almost. Mrs. Miller. I don't think you understand, he said. It's over. It's time. Sam had stopped walking. He stood below the tree, beside the scarred ground, my inept attempt at a grave. He had overlooked my imprecision, maybe in kindness, maybe unhappiness. I didn't know. I spread my hands further. I know, I said, and I will go, but he doesn't know yet. We have someone outside, he said. For him, she will take him somewhere safe. We don't have any other relatives, I said. Not now. I know, he said. There's a family he will go to for tonight. Sam knelt under the tree. His head was so small. His back was so thin. If I had regret, I regretted not running my hand along the knobs of his spine one last time. I regretted not taking care to memorize every ridge of his knuckles, every jut of collarbone. Mrs. Miller, he said. You shouldn't call me that, I said. Not anymore. He sighed. Ma'am, he said, don't make this hard. Not in front of the boy. Please, I said, let him finish. Let him have this. You made this choice, he said. I did, I said, and he didn't. Please give him five minutes, I said, of sadness that makes sense. I could hear him breathe. Then I heard him shift and a click and a step, and he stood beside me. We waited together. We watched Sam, still kneeling, carefully place the things he had brought. Collar, toy. He did not put down the whistle, but clutched it to him, mouth working. Sam's face was beautiful in this moment of his sorrow. When he cried, we looked away. This has been Waiting for Sam, written by Gina L. Grandy, and first appearing in Writer Advice. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction podcast... 
Microwaving some popcorn and unbarricading the door, Parker and Marianne were greeted by a sight to end all sights. Literally.